Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Idaho Sports Prepcast. I'm Paul Kingsbury. He's Brandon Hill, and this is presented by our good friends at Project Filter. When you're ready to quit, they'll show you how. Brandon, exciting time of year. We're heading into state basketball. The girls' district tournaments are in the tail end, and we'll talk about those later on. State tournaments start next week, following week, state wrestling, week after that. Uh, state boys basketball, the week after that is the statewide all-star games. Uh, there is no rest for us until uh, probably uh, m- mid-March. Mid-March is what we're looking at for sleep. Yeah, uh, this is my first year, of course, covering high school athletics here in Idaho. And yeah, it, I thought that state football was was stressful and, and yeah. busy. It compares nothing to, to, to state basketball. No, no, there's so much going on all the time. Football, it's like, oh, there's a game once a week. Yeah. Yeah, great. And once you get into basketball, it's a whole other ball game, so to speak. And so getting into it, we're excited. We have a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about uh, the girls' district tournaments. But first, we're going to start off with uh, the return, the 17th annual statewide all-star basketball games hosted by North Idaho College. 17th year uh, they've been doing that, and it's the 17th year that IdahoSports.com has been involved with that. It's a great time every year. We were actually involved with those all-star games before – we were webcasting before mm. webcasting was a, a, a twinkle in a, in our collective eyes. We were up there and I think I, I borrowed one of our, we had two photographers then. I think I borrowed one of their cameras and, and went up and took pictures um, of the event and, and, and it's evolved from there. Um, this year it's, it's kind of stepping out into a, it's evolved this year. Um, a brand new athletic director. Of course it, it was the brainchild of Al Williams, who was the, yeah. the AD there for, you know, 16 uh, years, and he retired last September. Good for him. Hope retirement's treating him well. And so the new athletic director, Bobby Lee, uh, he stepped in and want, wanted to continue it. And so, uh, you know, he gave me a call, and, and we've talked about it. And there's a couple changes, that, that good changes in my opinion. Um, the voting process was, was, was kind of uh, uh, difficult in the past <laughs> um, because the ballots would come out literally sometimes the day of uh, st- girls' state basketball would start. Yeah. So Thursday or Wednesday night, hey, here's the ballots. I need them back. And that makes it really hard on media guys. And it, and it would get sent to uh, our email list that we have that goes to, you know, 50 different mm-hmm. uh, media media guys across the state. So I, I talked to him this year and I said, how about we create an actual selection committee? Take it, you know, it's going to save you guys time. You won't have to deal with nominations and ballots. And on our end, we leave it to the guys and, and gals that know the players in their regions. Um, and so, you know, we have Mark Nelke at Coeur d'Alene Press, Colton Clark at the Lewiston Trib, uh, Brandon Walton at the uh, Idaho Press in Nampa, Mike Liklama at the Idaho Statesman, Ben Jones uh, at the Times News, magicvalley.com, Madison Guernsey at uh, the Journal in Pocatello, and in Idaho Falls of the Post-Register, uh, Marlo Herford, and, and she covers the girls, and Alan Steele, covers the boys, and then myself compromised the selection committee um, for the All-State All-Star Games, um, or the statewide All-Star Games, excuse me. And so we actually have the Metro team, because it's Metro versus region. And that started, I want to say four years ago, it was North versus South before that, which in in theory is awesome. You get North versus South, (laughs) it's North Idaho, South Idaho. The problem is uh, the geography of of Idaho uh, basically started having the South, win all the time yeah i was gonna say i'm not a 
I'm not a geography major, but uh, looking at a map of Idaho, it looks like there's a lot more landmass and people down in the south and the north. There is, and and you've basically got uh, as far as population bases, there's there's islands. You know, there's the Coeur d'Alene area, mm-hmm. and and the Lewiston area, so to you know some, but really there's the Coeur d'Alene area, uh, the Boise area, Twin Falls, then Pocatello and Idaho Falls, and that's where the population is. And in between all of that are you know three A two A one A schools, mm-hmm. and and so north versus south. Uh, the North got tired of, of losing, and, and so they said, you know, we're going to change it up, and, and in a good way, region versus metro. And that, again, was good in theory because it was the rest of the state versus the Boise area. Yeah. And, and who doesn't love hating the Boise area <laughs> if you're outside of District 3? And so that was great. Um, problem with that was um, NIC was so good in basketball that they, they would have their national tournaments during March, and so these games would get pushed back till the end of March, yeah. which coincided with high school spring breaks and and baseball season, track season, tennis season, softball season, all these things took precedent over over the, these games. And so the true number one all-stars couldn't make it. Yeah. And so sometimes the region and metro teams just got mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, a couple of years ago, we had a region coach coaching the metro team because we couldn't get them. So wow. so with, with the, the media and, and uh, that small selection committee, we're hoping that uh, our, our actual region versus metro teams uh, – kind of spark new life and, yeah. and make these cool. I know the uh, the team that we have for the Metro uh, team is good, uh, the boys and the girls side. And these rosters will be uh, announced next Monday on the 17th. Um, and we'll, we're going to try to get uh, the new athletic director, Bobby Lee, on the phone, talk to him about uh, the All-Star Games and, and have that for you on the next PrepCast as well next week. So look forward to that. In fact, you're going to go up with us. Yes. Um, you're going to make your first trip up for these All-Star Games. Uh, it's it's really our vacation after all this. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is so crazy right now working, you know, ungodly hours every day. And then that Friday morning, we get in the car and we drive up right through the middle of the state. It's beautiful. Take our time, get up there in time to watch the practices, um, talk to the kids, talk to coaches, hang out, eat some pizza from Domino's that, that, that comes, go back to the hotel, relax, get up in the morning, have a great breakfast, uh, and then webcast some all-star basketball yeah. and then hang out the rest of the night and drive home. I mean, it's relaxing. It, it's a vacation. Yes. It really is. You're going to enjoy it. Some uh, some low-stake competition is, is what I'm here for after all this <laughs> crazy tournament <laughs> that's, action. That's exactly right. Um, so here we go. The statewide all-star games, watch out for those on uh, February 17th. They'll be announced statewide on uh, in, in your local newspaper and, of course, on idahosports.com. Another thing that we are introducing for these state tournaments. We've always, we've always, you know, prided ourselves in our state tournament coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing you on board last August has allowed us to really kick that up. Yeah. Um, with, with everything that, that you are, you're a very skilled individual. Thank you. Yeah. Well-rounded. <laughs> and, uh, and so having you, you're going to be our state tournament, uh, social media guru, yeah. as well as the brackets guy, uh, you know, taking care of a lot of different things. Um, one thing that we're doing on social media, and, and this is going to be done through mine in case there's any blowback. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's me, not the company, yes. basically. I'm forming a, a little LLC just for this, this <laughs> hashtag. Um, so and, and let me explain how this started. So a few weeks ago, um, my, my kids go to school in CUNA. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, a, not a hidden fact. And so I'm at my son's sophomore uh, basketball game. And that night it was kind of a homecoming game between Columbia and CUNA. And so they, they invited Columbia to come in beforehand. It was kind of like a, you know, the stinky sneaker in, mm-hmm. in the fact that they, they allowed Columbia to come in, hang signs, decorate their side, and CUNA hung signs. And, yeah. and it was fun. Well, I looked over on the wall, 
and and there was a sign over there that uh, that made me chuckle, and it said, "Our girls' team could beat you." Mm-hmm. I laughed, took a picture, and and I tweeted it out and said, "Hey, I love a good sign burn. Uh, nice job, uh, you know, guys." Um, the CUNA basketball team, you know, almost immediately retweeted it, mm-hmm. said, "Hey, thanks." And, you know, a lot of likes, and all of a sudden the, ha- the, uh, the haters yeah. appeared. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then it turned, uh, it turned bad quickly. But, it, you know, there was still it – was, it was good banter, mm-hmm. right? Well, I think it's great. Yeah. You know, as long as it doesn't – there is a line. I'm not going to say there's not a line. But as long as that line's not crossed, yeah. let the kids have a little bit of fun, right? Exactly. It, it's all about the kids, is yeah. it not? Exactly, yeah. So what we're going to do – is we're, I looked it up, and there's only a couple um, on Twitter, and so I, I, can, I feel safe creating this hashtag. Hashtag signburn. Mm-hmm. Signburn, just like, it's, just like it's spelled. Not Bernie. We're not, <laughs> we're not going there. But hashtag signburn. And what we're going to do is during state tournaments, um, wherever you're at, um, at whatever school you're at, uh, whatever game you're at, if you see a, a great sign that that kind of exemplifies what we're going for in sign burn. Yeah. Take a picture, tweet it, tag me in Idaho sports, Paul. There you go. And, and, and the good ones, I will retweet idosports.com account. will retweet it mm-hmm. and we'll make you famous <laughs> and it'll get out there. And at the end of the tournament, we always, all of our broadcasters for each classification, we do an all, all tournament team mm-hmm. and I will do uh, an all tournament sign burn Ooh. and, and, and kind of list the best ones, put them up on the website and whatnot. Now, there's got to be some ground rules okay. with, with, with everything like this. And, of course, the IHSAA typically sets those ground rules when it comes to state tournaments. So uh, went to their website, and as far as rules, crowd behavior, uh, fans, students, we're going to go over them really quick. Okay. Okay. Face painting, of course. Fuller face uh, painting is not permitted. You can put a paw uh, on your cheek. Brandon, if if you're so desire, you can put an Idaho Sports logo on your forehead. I think in the, the the under the eye, the eye black. I like it. Yeah, to to really intimidate the other media guys. <laughs> that's a that's a great idea. <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, artificial noisemakers. Of course, you can't have cowbell, even though what isn't made better by more well, cowbell? cowbell. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know the, the clappers going back. You can't do it. Okay. Uh, you can uh, whistle with your fingers. Uh, you can clap your hands together. Uh, you can slap the person next to you to make noise, but you <laughs> cannot use an artificial noisemaker. Uh, no megaphones unless you're a cheerleader either. Uh, balloons, not permitted. Uh, this one's going to bum you out. Bare chests are not oh, permitted. Man. Shirts must be worn. I was going to paint you on my chest, actually. Were you? Yeah. And say, you know, follow Idaho Sports Paul. Okay, we might make an exception. <laughs> it doesn't say for me. It says for fans, not, not media members. It, it, would give, it would give us a good 10 seconds of publicity. Plus the media coverage afterwards. There's <laughs> exactly. no such thing as bad publicity, Nothing. correct? Uh, inappropriate behaviors, of course, throwing objects onto the playing area. That's just dumb. Don't do that. Uh, entering the playing area before, during, or after a contest. Don't rush the court. Yeah. Uh, it, it slows everything down. Uh, verbal harassment or derogatory remarks directed toward an opponent or official. Makes sense. Vague. Yeah. Uh, but, but yes, I think it's very subjective uh, of what, what those things could mean. Uh, inappropriate crowd behavior, uh, throwing objects onto the playing area. We talked about harassing remarks, pep bands playing during live situations. One, uh, no taunting, baiting, trash talking, booing, chanting phrases such as "airball" or "you, you, you." Now, you had never <laughs> heard that. No, I was very confused when you said "you, you, you." I was like, 
the you like Miami? I'm confused. <laughs> it's it, it was a chant I mentioned that was that was big about a decade ago, mm-hmm. probably when a lot of this was written. And you know, uh, somebody makes a mistake, and the whole crowd you know points at him, you 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 you, uh, and that's where it came from. See, we always say uh, you can't do that. That's the big and and that's, that's what I'm what's, used to. It's yeah. what it's evolved to okay. almost is you can't do that, which again I think would be against the rules. I mean, it's a fact. You that can't is, do if you that. travel, you can't. And <laughs> you just can't in case, obviously, they didn't know. Yeah. Right? Or else you want to inform them. Yeah. So you're, you're really helping it's them an out. Educational opportunity. <laughs> you're not doing anything else. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over a, a, a few uh, signs okay. with you. And, and I want you to tell me if, if, if they're allowed or they're not. Okay. Okay. And this is because you're, you're by far the smartest uh, guy here at idosports.com. Yes. Uh, one of the youngest. <laughs> and so you're by, by definition, one of the hippest. Yes, obviously. As the kids say. As the kids say. Do they still say hip? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here we go. Uh, the one that started it all was okay. our girls team could beat you. Yes. You think it's okay? I think it invites criticism, but it also at its heart is good natured because at the end of the day, you're giving props to your girls team because they're very right. talented. <laughs> and the girls team approved it. Yeah. And we don't know exactly who made it. It was, it was, those signs were created by their cast, which is their, their student leadership. Mm-hmm. The, uh, not to stereotype here, the handwriting looked like it was probably <laughs> a girl that wrote it. Uh, so if, if they weren't offended, don't be offended for them. Yeah. I'll stop there. Uh, here's another one. Uh, your mom called, you left your game at home. I like that. I like the, uh, the, the belittling of a player to make it seem like their mommy has to take care of them 24 seven. I like it. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, that, that was actually at a Middleton game, like a few days after that. Okay. Uh, and they, they actually came up and said, Hey, have you seen our signs? <laughs> here's another one that was there. Uh, we searched Google and still couldn't find any competition. Okay. I have to think about that one a little bit longer than the other one. So I'm going to give that one a, a less of approval than the other ones. Well, it's, it's not at an opponent. Yes. It's, it's, you know, so you're not, belittling or or directing it towards anyone it's kind of a blanket statement hey anybody reading this sign we looked <laughs> okay so there it is uh i asked scott burton one of our our broadcasters he's typically a funny guy he's having an off day yes he said uh, i had a better sign but the astros stole it that's i like and he that stole that <laughs> he stole that sign uh this game is a lot harder than your playstation isn't it Pretty good. Which pretty I like good. that one. I play Madden a lot on the PlayStation, so I take offense to that because I am a pro. <laughs> and then your mom. That that's that's just a sign. That's it. Your mom. Oh, that's a that's a one flame emoji out of five. Yeah. That's a that's a no bueno. Yeah, sorry, Scott. Okay, moving down the line. Uh this is from a student section pointing it to the the, uh, the adult crowd. Hey old people, make some noise. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, but if they're on your side, you don't want to make fun of the people cheering also for your team. And actually, I guess an updated version of that would be, hey, boomers. There you go. Some noise. Okay, I approve of that Is one. Is that okay? That one's five out of five. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. If you, here's, here's, here's one that, that, I, that I added. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to school in, insert town name, because I yes. didn't want to offend someone listening, and you break up with your girlfriend, is she still your sister? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I know of a region of the United States where that sign might be more applicable. I don't know if it works in Idaho, though. So My I'm wife like, is from Missouri, so oof, I have yeah. those. Don't yeah. tell her that one, then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, one that uh, actually the CUNA girls team tweeted at me a couple nights ago that they had. Flex tape can't fix that. That's pretty good. I like that. I, I like the, the flex tape infomercials. I'm a big flex fan tape of can fix anything. It can fix it. Can, the guy sawed a boat in half and he taped it back together. It but it can't fix 
that. You can't fix that. You can't fix that. That's, that's, that's an old timer right there. Uh, and then we're looking at some classic ones. Uh, the Bricklayers Convention is two doors down. Okay, that's pretty good too. Okay, I like that. That was, that was from Will Henneke, actually. Uh, play hard today, Bulldogs. Uh, yeah. It's legal. It's fun. <laughs> that has to be legal, right? Uh, another one that I thought of this morning, in Orofino, please steal this. Okay. The Maniacs are crazy good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I've, I've done some reading about the man, the Maniacs and their mascot, and it's it's got some interesting history and it does, some, some it? interesting opinions on both sides of that. That's where you're leaving that. It's, and here's another one. Uh, don't be sad. Don't be blue. We kicked your butt in football, too. There you go. I yeah. believe the one that, that Will submitted had different phrasing than it that. But <laughs> I PG'd it up a little okay. bit. Yes. But still pretty good. And apparently they actually chanted the, the, not the PG-13 version. Well, you went. if you can make a sign rhyme, that automatically gives it a, a couple more points in my book. Creativity. Yes. It really gets it up. Uh, you're all winners in our book. Um, legal. Legal. And that's about all I can say. If about you that. want to be illiterate <laughs> about it, it's legal and lame. Legal and lame. Yes. That's, that's a good one. Uh, here's, here's a good one, which you tell me if by definition, okay. legal or not. Uh, number eight may be short, but he sure does dominate the court. Short, sure does dominate the court. Is it an opponent or is it someone on your own team? Uh huh. See, that's that. I don't know. You could be saying, tell you what, number eight on the other team is awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say if if uh if there's two number eights, one on your team and one on another team, and they get mad at you, say no, 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 it's it's we're supporting our guy. You can't get go mad other at team. Exactly. This <laughs> is like above and beyond sportsmanship. Okay. Uh, this is one that would be good for a a Soda Springs, a Sugar Salem. Uh, a really good team. Uh, pucker up and kiss your winning streak goodbye. <laughs> Oof. I, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, especially uh, for, yeah, like teams like Bonneville or something that is undefeated on exactly. the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to win. If it's just you run a risk when you trash talk, if, 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 they, uh, if they kick your butt out of that tournament. That's true. Not, not great. Anytime you trash talk, you run the risk. Yes. Right. Trash talk, shoot the three. Clank. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Lair's convention's two doors down. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, last but not least. Okay. Uh, this is one that uh, I like to think was chanted uh, at Pilgrim Pavilion okay. back in the 92-93 season. Uh, number 10 is the hottest bench warmer in this gym. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that one like a that? lot. I, I, was my, I was a bench warmer myself, so you know what? If, uh, if someone was calling me hot across the stands, I'd be like, thank you. You got to go I'm, for it, right? I'm trying really hard over here. All right. Well, so, so there's, there's the general idea of the hashtag sign burn. Don't, don't go crazy. Don't, don't be stupid. Yeah. All right? Uh, play within the rules, but don't be afraid to toe that line a little bit. Yeah. All right? Have fun. We, we're all about having fun. The kids should have fun. The, the fans should have fun but keep it within the bounds, Yes. right? Um, I don't think you need to be extreme on the left side. Like I said, uh, hey, you're all winners in our book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you hold that up when your team's down 20 <laughs> and make them feel even worse. But, you know, still be creative. Yeah. Have fun. And, and if you use any of these that I just said, unless you're Orofino, please use that. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you probably won't get many points. Actually, you know what? Some of these are pretty good. If you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. <laughs> if you use some of these, if you're brave enough to use them, I don't think any of them really... Well, okay, there was a couple that crossed the line. Uh, don't use anything from Will Henneke, basically, and I think we'll be okay. Yeah, right. we, we kicked your butt in football, too. We probably shouldn't say... Other than that, yeah. 
I mean, hey, it, yeah. if they if they steal those ideas, at least we know that they're listening to the prep cast. So <laughs> no, they were someone was listening. More points in my book, at least. Absolutely. Okay, so there is the introduction to Signburn. We'll probably put something up on the site about it in the next couple of days before we get to state uh, to give you all some time to uh, put your thinking caps on and, and get creative and make those banners for the state tournament. Come out, support your team. That's the big thing. Keep, be rowdy. Uh, be in the stands. Uh, be there to support uh, your team. I, there's a lot going on during this time. Not just girls' state, like I mentioned. There's uh, state wrestling is getting going. Boys' districts is is happening during girls' state. Yes. Uh, so get out there, support your girls at the state tournament, uh, and do it with a a really cool sign and get get up there on hashtag signburn at Idaho Sports Paul. Well, that's gonna uh, end this segment. We're gonna take a quick break. And be right back with our girls' district tournament update on the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter. This is something that's totally in all of our control, and that's what really motivated me to quit smoking. I quit for myself, but it was a good thing that I did because I had too much to lose. I'm glad that I quit, and I don't ever want to be there again. It's just not worth it. Each year, hundreds of Idahoans quit smoking. Get help or share your quit story. Visit projectfilter.org. Welcome back to the Idaho Sports Prep Cast, presented by Project Filter. Up next, the girls' district tournament update. Yes. So a lot of games happened last night. Um, there's a lot of games tonight. A lot of games tonight decide uh, they're basically ticket punchers. Mm-hmm. You get into state. Um, you find out what seed you are. There's There's been some teams that have have been on the top side of the bracket waiting for their opponent for a while. And so we're going to go 5A through 1AD2 and uh, and talk about each classification of bracket and what you can expect tonight, tomorrow, and the rest of this week as, as we finalize the brackets for the state tournament. So let's head up north to the 5A classification, District 1-2 Girls State Basketball Tournament. Lake City and Coeur d'Alene, they're at playing tomorrow night um, at Lake City. The winner is the champion, the 1A or the 1-2A seed, um, they're on the bracket. Uh, the other, the loser, will go down and play the winner of Lewiston Post Falls. That game is tomorrow. And uh, and then they'll be the 1-2-B team at State. Um, Lake City's good this year. Yes. Lake City's dominant. Coeur d'Alene was dominant for a long time. It's always fun to see uh, you know, the teams go back. There's only four teams up in that conference. Mm-hmm. We don't really see them a lot, and so it's always fun to see who comes out of there. Uh, 5A District 3, uh, Mountain View and Timberline. They play on Valentine's Day, Friday night. At Bora, uh, both teams have already punched their ticket. Yeah. They're going to state. On the other side of the bracket, Meridian, Rocky Mountain, Eagle, and Boise. Uh, they play at Boise tonight, 6 o'clock and 7.30. Um, the winners there are the 3C and 3D teams at state. Um, so it's, you know, 5A SIC. That's going to be wrapped up really quick. Yeah. Really quick. Uh, head over to Eastern Idaho. There's no 5A teams in the Magic Valley. Rigby has been waiting for their opponent really since February 6th. <laughs> They've just been kind of hanging out. Pretty much. Um, meanwhile, I'm working their way down is Thunder Ridge. They beat Madison last Friday, uh, by 19. So Rigby and Thunder Ridge will be playing. The winner is, goes to the state tournament. There goes to a play in game. So there's the five A's instead of the four A's and in the four A's up North, it's a, it's a best two out of three Mm -hmm. and Lakeland, um, won that opportunity. So they are playing Sandpoint, the number one seed who's been uh, also waiting for this opponent. They play tonight at six o'clock. And then they'll play Friday in their second game. If uh, if if Sandpoint, for example, wins both, that's it. So yeah. the first team to win two, it's normal two out of three rule. Simple. Pretty simple. 4A, 
District 3 right here uh, in the Boise Valley, the SIC. Uh, Middleton and CUNA are playing, and Caldwell, Bishop Kelly, they're both playing tonight in the semis, and the winner moves on to the championship, which we played, uh, that is Thursday. The winner of that and the loser of that both go to state. And on the back end, Valley View, Nampa, Columbia, and Emmett are playing tonight as well to move on. They're basically in a, in a kind of a quarterfinal mm-hmm. on the loser's side. Yeah. Um, District 4-5, that's the, the, the monster conference that goes from Mountain Home to Preston. Uh, Century number one, um, you know, they've looked good all year long. Um, won last year, have a good chance of repeating. Um, they play Burley this Thursday, and they both are already at state on the other side. Pokey, Twin Falls, Minico, and Mountain Home are both alive. Same as the SIC, they're kind of in their quarterfinals to move on. Uh 4A District 6, Bonneville. You mentioned Bonneville before. Oh, yeah. Un- unbelievable winning streak. It's Absolutely incredible. Undefeated. They're, and they're, their best players are really volleyball players. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are going on to play college volleyball, mm-hmm. which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, Bonneville beat Skyline uh, last night, so they're the, um, all just waiting. And Skyline and Blackfoot play tonight. And Bonneville and the winner of that game will play on Thursday. Both of them yep. going to state. Interesting, too, Blackfoot and Skyline. Skyline bumped Blackfoot out of that winner's bracket, but Blackfoot's actually beaten Skyline twice already this year. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out because now, you know, Blackfoot leads the series 2-1 to one and Skyline, you know, get it back to 2-2 two, two for a spot in the state tournament. Right, it's hard to beat a good team. Yeah. Sometimes they say twice. We're going to say three times. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just really hard. Um, and, and it sounds like those two teams are pretty well-matched, and so it really comes down to who's playing best that night and who's coaching yeah. the best that night. Head to the three A's. <clears throat> in the three A's, Timberlake and Kellogg. Um, they're playing tomorrow uh, for the 1A seed at state. Loser goes on to play for the uh, second place to state, the state play-in game. Um, in the 3A, District 3, Parma. Parma's been good all year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Parma and Fruitland's been really good. So one versus number two are playing for the district championship, which is always good to see. And then Payette and Weezer are playing tonight as well. Um, and they'll move on to play the loser of the championship game for that 3B seed at state. Mm-hmm. So they have to play a couple more games. So the winner tonight between Parma and Fruitland, they're there. They're, they're on the bracket. Uh, 3A District 4, Filer Kimberly. Um, both of them are going to go. Um, they play tomorrow night at CSI. That's always a tough one in there, too. Um, District 4, those 3As, you know, Buell, Gooding, uh, Kimberly, Filer. Yeah. Not a lot of them, but they're always, always competitive. Yeah, exactly. Um, every year. All right, let's head down to the two A's. Uh, way up north, it's another best of three series, Grangeville and Orofino. Orofino be- beat St. Mary's uh, for the opportunity to play Grangeville. Last night, Grangeville uh, beat them in the first game 49-24. to uh, And the next game is uh, tomorrow night. At Cl- those games are being played at Clearwater Valley. Yeah. Uh, the two A, WIC, Melba, and Cole Valley. I mean, these two of the top teams in the state. It's it's a huge rivalry in, 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 in the WIC. Um they always have good teams, always have good athletes. They always battle, and they're playing for the district championship Thursday night at Valley View 745. On the other side, still battling for a spot, New Plymouth, McCall, uh, Nampa Christian, and Marsing. Um, they'll keep playing, um, and they, they have, those teams are actually playing tonight, then they move on to play Thursday as well. So there's a few, uh, few conferences that are still a little ways out, and some are right on the cusp of, of wrapping things up. Uh, 2A District 4, speaking of wrapping things up, Declo and Wendell, two-team conference. And so they play, a, obviously, a two out of three. Yeah. Uh, and Declo beat Wendell 
56 to 12 and 49 to 20. Mm. And, and their, their reward is Declo has to go to a play in game to get to state. <laughs> um, so they don't even, they get the district championship, but they don't get an actual yeah. spot. They have it's to go tough. to a play in game. That is tough. Uh, two way district five. Speaking of tough. Oh man. You got Soda Springs and Bear Lake, number one and number two at Preston tomorrow night for the championship. Winner is seed 5A at state. Uh, the loser goes to a play-in game. Now, Soda Springs, they're 74-3 and three yeah. over the last three years. Uh, two of those lost. One loss was um, this year to a Utah school. Mm-hmm. They also lost to Sugar Salem this year. Their other loss prior to that was to Sugar Salem. And Sugar Salem has won the last two championships in 3A, looking to probably do it again. And so Soda Springs, their only Idaho losses are to the back-to-back state 3A champions, which is a classification higher. So coming into the, the two-way tournament, you really have to look at Soda Springs and go, hey, I wonder who's going to come in second yeah. in the state tournament. I'll have to look back and see when the last time they lost to someone in their actual classification was. That's a good question. I might, we, our records might not go back that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at that. It's been a long time. Um, you know, they, they just have a great program in Soda Springs. And so, you know, tonight against Bear Lake, you never know what's going to happen. Bear Lake beat Aberdeen. Um, last week, 33-27, and then lost to Soda Springs, 63-33 to last Friday. So they have to come back and beat Soda Springs twice. Um, good luck to yeah, the Bears. Good luck. Uh, but, hey, any given night, right? Exactly. Any given night. Uh, two-way District 6, a little bit up the highway over in eastern Idaho. Ryrie and Firth, again, a number one and number two meeting up. I love it when that happens. Uh, the winner, they play tonight. The winner is the 6A seed at state. And the loser goes to a state play-in game. Um, you know, both teams really, really good. Mm-hmm. Ryrie has, a, you know, a, a deep history uh, of being really good. Not as good this year, um, but I think they they have a chance of competing at the state tournament. So we'll see how it goes. And good luck to uh, to those tonight. All right, let's head to the one eighty ones. We're in the uh, the eight man ranks. Oh wait, wrong sport. Wait a second. They still play five <laughs> on. They got left. if they got eight on the court, then uh, we got a problem. How cool would that be? Eight man basketball. <laughs> Uh, the 1AD1s uh, up north, uh, this one's been waiting a long time. Um, yes. Lakeside has been sitting there for quite a while. And Mullen and Kootenai played last night. Uh, Mullen beat Kootenai 20 to 19. Talk about a barn burner. Yeah. A boring barn burner, <laughs> but a barn burner. So Mullen nice. comes away as the number four seed. And they play Lakeside uh, tonight, 6 p.m. And Clark Fork and Genesis Prep play at 7.30, both games at North Idaho College. The winners move on to play for the championship, and they get that 1A seed at State Lakeside. is is tough in boys and girls this year, Yes, which is cool to see. Um, you actually spent some time in, in Rathrum when you were in college? Uh, not a ton, but, yeah, during college, I kind of jumped around all those little those little towns up there, St. Mary's, Potlatch, and beautiful country. It is beautiful up yeah. there. Okay, 1AD2, District 2, kind of Lewiston, Moscow area. Kendrick is going up against Nez Perce tonight at Lapway. For the district championship, St. John Bosco used to be Summit Academy. Yeah, I was very confused by that one. It kind of threw me off. I was like, what is St. John Bosco? What yeah. is this? Yeah, they, they changed their name uh, from Summit Academy. Uh-huh. Um, and so they'll be playing Logos um, at Lapway tonight as well. Uh, the winner of that will go on to play the winner of that Kendrick Nez Perce game with the chance to go to a state play-in game this Saturday at Grangeville. Um, and then if they win that, they'll be the, uh, the seed at state. So the winner tonight between Kendrick and Nez Perce wrap up their um, travel plans to go to the Boise area for their state term, which is what everybody wants. Yeah. Uh, District three for the one, a 
Did my papers get mixed up? They did. There we go. Wayman District 2. That one, Lapway and Prairie, they've been on that bracket for a while. We, we knew they were they were the first two teams we knew were at state mm-hmm. uh, last week. They uh, played tonight for that championship. They both go to state. On the other side, Genesee and Troy uh, will go, and they will play a play-in game. And this is, this is an interesting thing. The winner of Genesee and Troy will play a regional play-in versus the 1A team from District 1. But there's only one team, yeah. and it's Wallace who plays independent. And so Wallace can just sit back and not do not <laughs> win all year and, and, yeah. and get into the districts. That wasn't the case with football. And, and this is the last year I'm told that's going to happen. So next year, Wallace will actually be in a conference with Lakeside and Genesis Prep. How do they determine who gets regional play-in games? How does that work? Do you know? Uh, well, Wallace needed to get in. Yeah. Um, and so in order to accommodate that, then District 2 okay. needed to provide that, gotcha. that okay. way to do it. Um, and so th- those half seeds and, and sometimes there's quarter seeds yeah. can get rotated around. So okay. that so that way, you know, they will they won't have to have to provide that quarter seed yeah. every year and it gets kicked around. It's it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. It's, it's how it's it what it seems like. Yeah. And uh, and but you know, we talked about this a couple of prep casts ago, uh, with football moving more towards a ranking system mm-hmm. for state. Could basketball be following that instead of this predetermined state tournament bracket? Yeah, which which has worked for years and years, but it has the same problems that football has had, where sometimes the championship is in the quarterfinals, yeah, or 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 whatnot. So we'll see, we'll see you down the road. Yeah, um, the one AD one district three girls basketball tournament, Rimrock and Liberty Charter, another number one and number two. They play Friday night at Columbia for the championship and the second place. Both go to state Wilder Riverstone. Uh, notice they'll be moving right along as well. Um, and Greenleaf. Yes. Greenleaf Friends. Go Grizz. Yes. <laughs> uh, and 181 District 4, Raft River. They are the district champions. They're going to state. Oakley and Valley are playing tonight for a chance to head to the play-in game on Saturday. All right. Now we're to the 182s. Yes. My paper's mixed up. Start up top. Again, that Lakeside, Mullen, Clark Fork, Genesis Prep. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good conference. Um, and that's going to be, uh, you know, the conference next year with Wallace in there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where Clark Fork's going. Um, and that wasn't mentioned. Kootenay's there as well. I think maybe Lakeside and Genesis Prep are leaving yeah. that conference to combine with Wallace. We'll double check that. Uh, 1AD2, District 2. Uh, of course, Kendrick and Nespers, as I mentioned. Um, Tri-Valley, Salmon River in District 3, 1AD2. Tri-Valley already the uh, champions, they beat Salmon River. So Salmon River now plays Council. And I believe Salmon River, the Savage Six, were the Fabulous Five that night, if I if I remember reading correctly. They only have six players. Yes. They call them a Savage Six. And yep. I think that night, one was out. Oh, wow. And so they only had five. Um, they lost to Tri-Valley 39-30. I, I almost positive that was the night. So now Salmon River uh, plays Council tonight to go to that uh, state play-in game. So good luck to them. Always fan of the long pin. Uh, 1A District, uh, 1A D2 District 4. These are the big ones. Carrie and Lighthouse. Carrie won last year. They'd like to do it again. Lighthouse, strong this year. Uh, they play tomorrow night. Winner is the district champion. The loser goes on to play the winner. <clears throat> sorry, Murtaugh and Hanson, Camas County, Castle Ford. They play tonight. Winners will play. The winner of that will play the loser of Carrie Lighthouse for second place and a seat at state. Last but not least, 182, District 5-6, Mackey and Rockland. 
They play on Thursday. The winner is the feed five six to state. Um, on the other, then they'll go back and be a runner up against the winners, uh, Water Springs uh, and North Gem and Shoban Ledor are playing tonight, and so they'll move on their way down. They'll play one of those. So district tournaments moving along. Some are finished. Some have punched their tickets. Some are waiting to tonight. There's going to be a lot tonight. Um, IdahoSports.com is the only place you can find updated district tournament brackets from around the state. We have those up every night as well as scores and schedules um, for everything coming as well as our state tournament brackets are updated nightly as well. So that's going to take care of that segment. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our surprise topic (laughs) of the day on the Idaho Sports PrepCast presented by Project Filter. My name is Lisa and I smoked for 16 years before I finally quit. When I was a smoker, I didn't want to do things that wouldn't allow me to smoke. I never went on a field trip with either one of my children. All the field trips to the zoo, I missed all of that because that little round stick was controlling so much of my life. Now I can do any of that stuff. It doesn't matter. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. All right, welcome back to the Idaho Sports PrepCast presented by Project Filter. It's time for my favorite segment, the surprise topic of the day where Brandon has no clue what I'm going to say next. <laughs> Which is probably 99% of my day anyway, so <laughs> I'm pretty used to it. That's, that's true by now, huh? All right, well, we're going to talk a little bit about, and, and this isn't, this is it's different than what we've done before. I think we've done, the other two were about NFL and policies and, and cool stuff. I think one was a... A emotional support dog. Yes. Is our first one. Uh, this one's kind of like that, where it's more of a discussion. Okay. Um, so in East St. Louis, Missouri, yes. uh, there was a, a brawl on the basketball court, right at midcourt. Huge brawl. No basketball players were ejected. Okay. None were, uh, you know, technicals were not assigned. Nothing. And it's because it was the two cheerleading squads. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I took a turn, didn't it? Yeah. So what happened was, and, and this is a bad idea. I don't know who signed off on this, but the two cheerleading teams, there's actually a video of it. It's fantastic. Before the fight, because I don't condone fighting. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Before the fight, it was it was great. They had a diss-off between okay. the two cheerleading teams. <laughs> and so one's on one side of the court, one's on the other. And, and, and kind of think Guardians of the Galaxy dance-off. Yeah. Right? Well, one... One team starts, you know, they do the cool dance, and, and then the other team does it. Well, eventually, one or two of the cheerleaders would kind of, you know, lean in and and, and do that fake, hey, I'm going to fight type okay. thing. And and then one cheerleader actually ran into the other group, right, and got in the face of, of a girl. And and even then, it was like, all right, get her out of there. Well, then somebody else just, just hauled and just decked somebody. <laughs> and, and that's when all hell broke loose at, at center court uh, between these two cheerleading teams. And so uh, I'll just read this. The East St. Louis school superintendent, Arthur Culver, announced today that Flyers cheerleaders would be banned from performing the rest of the year after some of the team members broke out into a fight with Trinity Catholic High School's cheerleading squad. I'm going to correct that. There wasn't some. It It was was all of them. It was was all of them. Uh, The fight between the East St. Louis and Trinity Catholic cheerleaders happened Saturday in the Alton shootout. They were conducting dueling routines at center court when the melee erupted. Uh, Dueling routines... it was actually a, a diss-off, is what they call that. Mm-hmm. Who, who approved that? Who thinks that's a good idea? I mean, I get it, because it, in my mind, when I, when I picture this being put together, you think it would be rehearsed. Like, they would do it maybe an hour before the game starts, be like, okay, guys, you know, let's run through this little dress rehearsal, 
you know, okay, do your dance right now. You do your dance. This is what it'll look like. So it's, I just, I don't know what was said to make someone just want to haul and, and, and deck someone and put them on the ground like right. that. And, and you know, when those fights happen, it gets dirty quick. Yeah. I mean, you're grabbing hair, yeah. you're throwing to the ground, you're, you're gouging eyeballs. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not a civilized fight. Like yeah. just punching someone. I mean, it's, it gets dirty quick. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's a pretty fun video to watch, but it, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's bizarre that a, a massive cheerleader fight at center court. I have never in, in 20 plus years, <laughs> I have never seen, I've seen fights on the court yeah. between players, football field all the time, yeah. basketball court pretty often, baseball, not so often, but I've seen it. Cheerleaders never. Yeah, that's a that's gotta be first for me too. I don't think I've ever seen that. It kind of reminds me when you're talking about players. I think it was was the Kansas Kansas State game maybe yes. earlier in the season. Yeah. Guys picking up bar stools and, yeah. and throwing them. But. Yeah, I, it just means that our cheerleaders uh, here in Idaho are much more civilized. Oh, obviously, have much more sportsmanship, classy, and and classy. Yes. It really is. So kudos to you cheerleaders out there. And uh, and while you're thinking about how uh, how how sportsmanlike you are, make sure you think of really great signs for that sign burn <laughs> contest. Uh, hashtag signburn at Idaho Sports Paul. That's going to do it for uh, us. For Brandon Hill, I'm Paul Kingsbury. This has been the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter. We'll see you next week.